Drew, what are you doing back there? Is that fucking Colin? Holy shit, that is Colin. Dude, what are you doing here? Answer my question first. You're just, like, hanging out in the backyard by yourself. I'm just trying to plant some basil and thyme, getting a little garden going, you know what I mean? Okay, well, that's cute as hell. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in town for, like, a day. Do you want to have a drink? Yeah, absolutely. I'd, rather, I'd much rather just go into my house, though, because I'm kind of broke at the minute. That's but I, fine. I, I brought whiskey. Even better, what kind you bring? Four roses. Fuck yeah, four roses. All right, let's go inside. All right, fuck yeah. Welcome to Misan Plastered, a podcast about the service industry by the people who work in it for the people who work in it. Thanks for joining us. You didn't fucking have to, but you did. I'm Andrew. I'm Colin. And this episode, we're going to be talking about sugar, one of the most addictive substances on the face of the planet. Of the white powdered substances, it is up there. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Okay, before we get it on with that, how was your last shift? So before I headed on this trip, I'm uh, back home for a wedding. Also, it's um, good to see you, man. It's good to see you, too. It's right. our first time ever recording together right. in the same room. Right. It's awesome. <laughs> but I uh, was in town for a wedding. My last shift was right before... I got on the plane, obviously, but it was one of those shifts where I was just ordering stuff and making sure they didn't run out of things while I was away, doing extra cleaning to make sure that nobody yells at me while I'm away. Would that place like fall apart if you weren't there kind of thing? or No, but a lot of people are mad that I'm not there. Why? Every time I take a trip, I get yelled at. People tell me I'm not allowed to go on vacations. You're a human being. Of course you're allowed to go on vacation. I know. And like at first, it was kind of a cute thing, and then I was like... Leave me alone. I got a wedding, guys, all right? <laughs> the other guy that's going to be here, he's cool. Go talk to him. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. So it was a decent shift. Had a couple drinks afterwards. Went home and packed when I was drunk. Ooh. Did you bring everything you needed? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because whenever I pack drunk, I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot my toothbrush. Or... I write a very specific list when uh, I'm sober. S- smart. Smart. <laughs> and then I check it off as I toss it in the bag. Right. Oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah. Man, so I need, I need to channel that shit next time I fucking pack. Yeah. It's uh. great. <laughs> How was your last shift? Fucking boring, dude. Honestly, all I do is drive a van around eight hours a day, just taking people to their appointments, listen to shitty top 40s music from whatever decade it might be. It's just boring. Like, dude, honestly, I live vicariously through you. Like, how was your last shift? Like, oh, man, tell me something good so I can like. <laughs> but no, it was just, it was, it, was, it was boring, you know what I mean? Drive a van, I'm trying to find something different, but who knows if that's yeah. going to happen. All right, almost getting into this month's topic. I forgot we're doing this monthly now. What are you, what are you drinking? Oh, yeah, I brought us over a bottle of Four Roses bourbon. Haven't had it in a while, haven't seen it in a while, and I love it. Which I fucking love Four Roses. So oh, I'm like, when I, when I saw you pull it out, I was just like, my guy, like, <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> well, I'm annoyed because I was trying to also get bitters so that I could make you an old fashioned. Well, I don't have simple syrup, anyways. Well, that's easy. I can use just sugar, and then you make a paste with the bitters. Ah, uh, see, this is why they, this is why you, this is why you make the big bucks. That's how you originally made the old fashioned was taking a sugar cube, soaking it with bitters. And then muddling that into a paste, tossing your whiskey and ice in, mixing it up, orange peel. Done. Why have I never seen that? I feel like it's such, I mean, even when we discussed it on the whiskey episode, maybe yeah. we went over that and I just don't remember. We might but. have. I don't know. All right. Well, but, cheers, cheers, buddy. Okay. So speaking of simple syrup, all that good stuff, sugar 
is our topic of discussion this month. It's probably like I was looking into it and it's one of the most addictive substances on the face of this planet. Like it's in everything. Drugs, heroin. It's in, I, I have so many notes. It's in so many, so much stuff. You know what I mean? But there are, I learned that there are like stupid amounts of like sh- simple sugars, complex sugars. There's things like called double sugars or compound sugars that are too Bono or not Bono. What's up, Bono? If you're listening, sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> But no, they're called monosaccharides, which includes glucose, fructose, galactose. Um, I don't know why that galactose sounds like a fucking supervillain name. Galactose. Right, galactose. He, he used diabetes. It was super effective. <laughs> ah, that's, uh, that's why people started getting diabetes, because of galactose. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's so many fucking compounds. Da, da, da. But the white sugar that, get, that we commonly know is refined from sucrose and sugar is found almost every everywhere in nature yeah plants even like bread carbohydrates get turned into like broken down into your body breaks it down into sugar and whatnot you know what i mean it's actually also found in i learned this and i was like yeah i got kind of introspective about it but i saw it and I, apparently like breast milk has sugar in it oh i know and when i thought about that i was like that's probably why i like tits so much <laughs> <laughs> oh I, you know what i got nothing clever to say to that yeah probably right uh let's see here being so uh <laughs> kitchen forward yeah well, um, I mean, but you use sugar all the time up front even like even yeah. even bourbon gets you know what I mean? It's, it's got that made sweet from sugar. Yeah, you know, yeah. into it. And it, the body processes whiskey into sugar because it's got carbohydrates, and the body processes carbohydrates into sugar. I mean, and also, like, if you look at, like, beer, the what makes the alcohol is during the fermentation process, you add sugar. Yep. It's not for flavor whatsoever. What All is right? that called? Is that like a, like a wart? That is. The wart is. Because the yeast the, eats the sugar, yes. right? Yeah. And I thought that made wart. Am I wrong? Maybe that's right, and I'm dumb. I don't know. You're the bartender, man. You tell me. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to say yes. Right. All right? That sounds good. That's right. (laughs) And I've only made beer once, so nobody thinks that I'm making beer all the time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, no, if you want beer, hit up Colin. He's uh, (laughs) he's real good. (laughs) Oh, I did read about, just on the note of alcohol, I was reading about how it is involved in making spirits and uh how you make moonshine is using a simple sugar wash it's a mix of water sugar and yeast you let that sit and then i mean then you have to purify it and stuff so don't drink that because you could go blind is that like really you could really go blind yep really yeah what about it makes you go blind it's the impurities Uh, really Uh, because the fact that you want to do something in a copper still yeah. And so... Like you boil it and shit like that? Yeah. Or that could up? be the... I mean, even the storing process will be in something like copper or stainless steel. Uh-huh. Stainless steels, it's not the most traditional, but it is the easiest way to do it. Right. I mean, even if you look at a lot of wines that aren't made in the bottle, they will be stored in stainless steel because you're not going to get as many impurities. It's I mean, a very clean surface. I was about to say, it's not, yeah. not non-porous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, copper, on the other hand... Turn your shit green or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? you could easily go blind if you fuck that up. Right. Shout out to St. Patrick's Day or whatever the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
But no, okay, so I was looking into the history of sugar and whatnot, and I found out that what we know as sort of like, so sugar has been around forever, you know what I mean? Every civilization since the dawn of man has used sugar, just not using it like knowingly like, oh, this is sugar kind of thing. But I, so I was looking at that, I was like, okay, so how did we get to what we know as sugar now? And it was actually brought into, or sugar was brought into, uh, into the New World by Christopher Columbus, who in 1942 collected sugarcane samples, planted it, and the first harvest of actual, like, large batches of sugar was in Hispaniola. Oh. Which I would I would have never guessed. You know what I mean? I thought it would have been more native to the Americas just because of, you know, the massive amounts of corn and yeah. you know, corn syrup and whatnot. But Absolutely. I don't think they uh they knew how to um refine it. Right. So I thought that I thought that was very interesting. I'm actually just looking up what a cane sugar plant looks like because I've never looked at one. It almost looks like bamboo. It looks like bamboo. Uh-huh. And so the process is, is you just, like, cut it open and pour out white powder, right? Uh, yeah. No, that, that's exactly <laughs> how it happens. <laughs> Man, I need to start. If it's that easy, I need to start a fucking sugar refinery. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck uh, driving a van. <laughs> you got that garden back there, all right? True. <laughs> like, you're growing a lot of sugar back here. It's weird. Why well, we got onions? I don't need enough. <laughs> just caramelize it and put it in bottles. It'll be fine. <laughs> But no, uh, okay, so I also learned that sugar was a luxury in Europe until the 19th century when it became more more widely available due to the rise of beet sugar in Prussia, which was, yeah, beets, tons of sugar. I hate them. They taste like sweet dirt. They're disgusting. I also am not a fan, so not a shout out to beets right. at all. Have well, you ever had a, so you know what pickleback is, right? Oh, yeah. All right, so there's also a beetback that Get exists? the fuck out of here, really? Yeah. Why would this, you do that? There's this Canadian bar that does it, and it's so bad. It's so bad. I tried it once because uh, it's just... It's, it's out of curiosity? Yeah, but it was so Like, bad. I have to know. As a bartender, like, I have to know. Yeah. Like, I don't have to try exciting foods ever, and I'll be fine. But if I see something weird to drink, I'll be like, yeah, I got to check this warlock. <laughs> right. <laughs> see what that'd be like. Yeah. No, it's not good. So... Uh, you can, can, you, can you can you walk me through the process? Like, what what did it taste like? What were your initial thoughts? Okay, so I've only, I only did it once, and this was before the world shut down. So it's been, I don't know, 17 years since the pandemic started. I carry the Batman symbol. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm who's counting. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, it's whiskey. Right. Yeah. Good. The beet juice is like, it's like a sour, but then like, it's almost savory. I don't know if it was like from pickled beets or if it was just straight beet juice. It was just, I don't know. I would never do it again. I might do it again. I mean, when in Rome, you know. Or I would just drink the whiskey and be like, pour it on the ground. Yeah. It's like the airplane thing. Yeah. (laughs) I really hope people get that. (laughs) I I doubt they will. That took physical comedy to pull off. (laughs) Oh, I also learned that when sugar was getting its rise to prominence, becoming more manufacturer like industrial sugar was being produced yeah that when slave labor ended these uh slaves pretty much yeah i'm looking for a fancy word and i can't find it right now because thank you for roses <laughs> um speaking of <laughs> right yeah please <laughs> most of the slaves who were freed for at least from the south they got moved down to places like uh like cuba 
Brazil and shit like that. And most of the workers on those sugarcane plantations were essentially ex-slaves, which I thought was kind of fucked up. Because, yeah. like, how are you going to be like, I'm free, psych? Like, that's fucked up. Oh, my God, that's so bad. And meanwhile, we love sugar. I mean... I have no idea. No, I mean, that makes complete sense to, like, how history works and how monsters exist. Yep. That they would just be like, no, this is just <laughs> a free boat trip. Right. <laughs> Psych. Get on out there. Because I... Well, okay, well, I didn't look into whether or not slavery was so legal in South America and, like, or tropical places like Cuba, Jamaica, and shit yeah. like that. So, who knows? It could have been. They could have just left one shitty boat for another fucking shitty boat. And that's... Yeah shitty i mean america was very late in the game in ending slavery oh yeah so i mean it could go either way slavery still exists in this country yeah. it's just we call it prison now yeah right but that's a whole nother fucking thing we won't get into welcome to the prison <laughs> podcast <laughs> right. where we talk about jail reform so did you bring the soap or i bring the soap how does that work <laughs> Well, you drop it, I drop it. Do we make eye contact or? I mean, you know, let's just, you know, let's just let's be a couple it guys. <laughs> just you know, feeling it out. See how it goes, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Oh, I did learn that sugar used to be purchased in what they called loaves or sugar loaves. Like you could buy it like in mass, like a brick of sugar. Like when they started, the, like granulated sugar started being a thing and da 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 da. Like, they would produce it in mass in these things called sugar loaves, and you had to have like a special tool to clip the shit off. It kind of just like like pinchers, like for a fireplace. But oh, I was just like, damn, who needs that much fucking sugar? It's a lot of sugar. I right. can't even really picture that. I just picture a loaf of bread, but just sugar. Right. Which honestly, okay, so it brings me to my next point. Okay, so I learned that world consumption of sugar grew more than 100% from 1850 to 2000s. And the leading country that, or the leading consumer of sugar in the world since like 1960s has been Britain. Really? Right. And honestly, I got to thinking, you know that stereotype of like British people having fucked up teeth? Yeah. Because they, uh, according to a study I read, they consume 90 pounds of sugar a year that is disgusting but this is america we're all fucking fat over here so who are we to yeah. judge but i was just like man i wonder if that's how the fucking the fucked up teeth stereotype came about because you always see it like yeah it's clown, in every you know like I mean? joke movie and like you see it in austin powers constantly right like it's a thing that would that mean that would be a good contributing factor to that and that's something I would have never guessed. And I would have guessed that we ate way more sugar here. I Fuck, just, America. Get it together, okay? <laughs> eat more sugar. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> like, you know. We don't judge here. Live your own life, <laughs> right. all right? If you want to eat sugar, great. If you want to have messed up teeth, also great. Great. Just leave me alone with it. <laughs> just leave me alone, and maybe I'll take a high five later. Oh, so we've all heard of the... Well, we all know what lobbyists are, and if you don't, then do some research, because educate yourself. But I learned that when, like, back in the, like, 60s, when we started getting, like, granulated sugar and whatnot, when it was, like, household thing, you go to whatever and buy it. Yeah. Or to the local, whatever, mom and pop store and buy it, that there were lobbyists, um, or there were studies done that were like, okay, independent studies would say like, oh, sugar's bad for you. Like, consume this like marginally, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But there were other studies founded by these sugar companies who had lobbyists who were paying for it that were like, oh, sugar's fine. Eat all the sugar you want. Da, da, da. And I was just like, mm, that, I mean, it makes sense. You Fucking know what I mean? Galactose, man. Right. <laughs> Galactose, if you're listening, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, sponsor us. But don't sponsor us with sugar or right. diabetes. Gains. <laughs> all right. I mean, you can send us free stuff. I'll take free stuff, Galactose. Right. <laughs> Free lactose. I'm going to stand outside of the jail with a sign that just says free lactose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, there's one more thing I wanted to go over here real quick. So when granulated sugar f- first started being a thing after the sugar nipes or whatever the fuck, the sugar would come in plastic bags. Ah, ah right. <laughs> so... When I when I read that and I was doing research on that, I was just like, man, there's got to be at least one one person in the history that was just like, I'm gonna do some coke and <laughs> line of sugar. Oh, <laughs> you know how bad that must have been. Oh my god, I might do a line of sugar after this just for uh, I mean scientific purposes. We were all dumb kids, and I'm I you know maybe you didn't do this, but I did this where I uh, I know a line of pixie yep. sticks. Yep, one hundred percent. Yep. Yep, so we've all, I mean... Thought I was fuck. so cool. I wasn't even in the 1960s, and I still did that shit. Yep. <laughs> I was like, tight. Oh, we're so cool. I'm cutting it up with a fucking random, like, one of those credit cards that they send you that has nothing on like it. Like a school ID or yeah. some shit. <laughs> I'm like, check this out, guys. We're fucking raging You guys trying today. to party? Or? <laughs> and I'm just like, woo, I'm awake. Right. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I think that's pretty much all the research I did. What did you, what did you come up with? Well, the um, or so any, just, any fun fun shit you learned about it? The sugar wash thing, I think, was probably the most fun thing that I've learned. I came to this way underprepared in comparison to you, but I mean, sugar is essential in cocktailing. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So whether you're using it in an old fashioned or just like making like fresh lemonade for a drink, mm-hmm. I use sugar. I go through so much sugar a day. All right, and yeah, constantly. The way that it's most behind a bar, unless you're at some place that's a, a little more high end that might have sugar cubes. I've worked at one place that had sugar cubes. And it's cool, but it's way easier for me to bang out six old fashions when I can just go right. with simple syrup. And I. Well, I have to ask as a bartender, do you think like the sugar, like simple syrup or the sugar cube, do you think that adds to the complexity of the drink itself? No. It's, I think, the. When you do it with a sugar cube, it doesn't dissolve completely into the whiskey. So, so it's like gonna, a texture thing? Well, you're going to get a sweeter drink as you drink it. So it does alter oh, that what makes the experience is. So the sugar breaks down as you, as as you, you drink as it. As you drink more of the top layer, you get so down to that sweet bottom. So it's better as you bottom. go. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, so, I and I, I do that. think that's it's awesome. I think it's cool. It's a nice thing to do. and But, I mean, a drink's a drink, a drink. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have two or three, you're really not going to fucking care about nope. texture on your uh, old-fashioned nope. <laughs> after that. I did Just learn. Just one more, please. <laughs> so we've been working with this new Frozen's machine. And shout out, not, even, not a shout out to Frozen Machines. I dislike you. you Wait, hold my- on. I don't know what a frozen machine oh, is. Oh, it's like a slushy machine that you put booze in it. Oh, gross. So, what are you guys, what are you like a fucking gas station? Oh my God. Now people love them. I mean, sometimes I'm like, great, I just have to do this and just like pull a lever down and make drinks. But I was looking into figuring out the proper recipe of not too much booze, enough water, but also enough sugar because sugar is going to be the main component of the, what's the word I'm looking for? Consistency. 
Okay. Wait, um, hold on. Sugar would change the consistency? Of, yep. Really? How so? So there's a fine line, obviously, because you don't want it to be too sweet or anything. But right. if you have something that is a little too, it's not freezing properly, the first thing I would check in the recipe is, is there enough water? But the sugar itself will alter the consistency to small frozen chunks and like tiny, tiny frozen pieces mm-hmm. to more of like a creamy texture. That honestly kind of makes fucking sense. Yep. But okay, like, do, do you honestly think that the average Joe Schmo consumer would notice that? Or is that just something that you notice? That's just something that I noticed and I had to read about to yeah. like figure it out because we got these machines and they just kind of gave them to me and said, Colin, figure it out. I said, oh, fucking hey, I hate this machine already. <laughs> uh, so I was working with one of my coworkers. She's the best. She's been in this industry longer than either of us. She also used to own her own bar, but she's all about it. She was the one who was like, this is the issue right here. This is why this is too thin. It's not that there's too much booze because, yes, I've had people give me batches to put in those machines, mm-hmm. and it has been primarily booze. And I was like, this is never going to freeze. Yeah, well, like, like how Someone, daft do you have to be? Like, bo- like liquor doesn't freeze. I know. Unless it, you're getting, like, Fireball or some... I, I'm, well, well, maybe Fireball does well, freeze. I actually... Well, I'll talk about some Fireball stuff that I've learned recently. I had someone make a new recipe for the second side of the frozen machine. And okay. Called a shark bite. And he told me the recipe, and I made him repeat it several times, because I was like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> and he was like... <laughs> It was already in the machine, so I know that it wasn't the recipe that he told me. But he said, all right, two bottles of raspberry vodka, half a bottle of blue carousel, a pint of Sprite, and a pint of sour. And I said, what? <laughs> I'm going to need you to run that back to me. It's the same exact thing. And One I, more time, please. I grab a pint glass, and I said, a pint? Pointing at a glass. And he's like, yep. And I was like, nope. this isn't going to work. So, which, uh, so, I mean, that's. If you're getting a frozen drink, you're looking for something sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I mean, you go to some raspberry vodka like, and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I made that recipe. I put it in and I was like, this bitch ain't never going to freeze. And then I added a half a pitcher of spray and then a full pitcher of water, which water why the, is, why the water? Um, I understand the spray. I don't get the water. It's all sweet components for going into that drink. Uh huh. So you're not watering it down by adding water. You're just adding another component in there. I could have did a pitcher and a half of Sprite, but that water kind of just makes that sweetness not so prevalent. Uh okay. I yeah. get that. It just makes it like I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but I get I get it. Yeah, because I mean, when I first tried it, the one that he made, I took a drink of it and I was like, "Whoa, ah, uh, boost." <laughs> Boo. Oh, hello, mm. booze. I wanted cool. something sweet. I don't want to fucking die after my first cup. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like the first one that I changed it to, I did a frozen whiskey and Coke. Which How'd was, that come out? I mean, it tasted exactly like what the drink is, but everyone hated the color of it. So. I mean, I get that. Cause I had Coke slushies growing up. Like, that's not. But I mean, I get, I mean, from, okay, so from a chef's standpoint, I yeah. get that you eat with your eyes first, whether yes, it be like absolutely liquid or like solids, you know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of get that, but still, like, if it tastes like what it, you, yep. it tastes like what you wanted it to taste like, mm-hmm. well, then that's their fucking problem. But I will say that recipe had the fucking best peasants. consistency because of the sugar content in cola. Yeah. It had a perfect consistency, which also probably brings into the shit factor a little more. So... I mean, I've 
this is something I just wanted to like start listing off of of sugars in general because I know that you're gonna know way more. But like, all right, so there's granulated sugar. Correct. There's uh, confection sugar. Confectioners, yeah, for like bakers and shit, yeah. Powdered sugar. Confectioners and powder are the same thing. They're the same thing? Same thing. What? (laughs) I always thought they were different. (laughs) No, confectioner's sugar is usually used more like baking purposes because it's finer in like... uh, It's how I make fresh whipped cream. Yep. Absolutely, because I mean... You put granulated sugar in like heavy cream and you whip it, like you're still gonna get that grainy, yep, grainy like mouthfeel to it. That's what confectioners or powdered sugar is for. Well, I learned that today. Um, <laughs> brown see, sugar. I, yes, brown sugar. I, I actually want, did some I, research on that. I would love to hear about brown sugar. Okay, so brown all, sugar. It's my favorite thing to put in coffee. All right, brown sugar in coffee. And I learned that fun fact, Sean Webb. Really. I visited his house on like a cold like winter day and he was like, Do you want some coffee? And I was like, Yeah, sure. Pulls out a brick from the freezer and I was like, uh-huh. This is gonna be interesting. It's delicious. Uh-huh. Do I do it often? No. <laughs> but it is so good. Right. Yeah, Sean, where the fuck are you? You're supposed to help us today. I hope you're listening. Yeah, hi Sean. Right. Miss you. That's funny you should say that. Because I was looking at brown sugars. So when you try to like extract sugar it's essentially like molasses so you extract the sugar from that and the residual like molasses and shit that you have it'll be coated they'll just throw like refined sugar back into that and brown sugar oh yeah that's cool yeah yeah because i honestly when i was doing this i was like i don't know shit about like brown sugar you know what i mean all i know is that table I'm not even Morton. I'm like kosher, whatever the fuck brand, whoever the fuck uh, makes sugar even... cane. Sugar. I don't fucking know. I yeah. see the white and pink bag. I'm like, bet I need that. I want Kool-Aid. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I never, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Okay. All right. Which that makes, I mean, that makes sense to once you even, even you put it in coffee, it changes the texture of it. Like, See, I've never had had brown sugar in coffee, and I go c- camping with Sean all the fucking time. He probably doesn't do it anymore because he's an adult. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the guy still does picklebacks, so... Eh. <laughs> I know a lot of adults that do picklebacks. Um, one of the most interesting things I've learned behind the bar about sugar is making an oleosaccharum, which we spoke about this yes, before. Yes, we did. Yeah, it's it's essentially a, a sugar cure, it's a, right? Yeah, it's a sugar cure. You put... Um, um, I may be wrong. Correct yeah. me if I am. I'm excited to see if you remember. Um, it's essentially... you. You put orange peel or any kind of fruit peel yep. into sugar, and the sugar will extract the oils from the peel. Yep. And boom. Oh, 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 how do you say it again? Oh, I don't speak Spanish. Uh, it's an oleosaccharum, and it's spelled really weird. So I'm not going to spell it because I can't. Right. Um, but it's one of the best ways to make like flavored syrups because it doesn't make. Like, after it sits down and soaks it, you kind of squeeze the rinds out to try and get all of those oils out mm-hmm. of it. I was making uh, fresh Palomas, which a Paloma, if you don't know, traditionally is just tequila and grapefruit soda. So I would make my own grapefruit syrup, use seltzer water, tequila, boom, homemade soda. That sounds fucking delightful. It is delightful. I'll make it sometime. I need to go to New York, man. Like, for yeah. real. <laughs> if you're coming out, dude, I will prepare some stuff beforehand. So it's just like, what up, dude? 
You can come see me at my bar. You can meet Rob. Yeah. Or no, what's up, uh, no, Dan. What's Dan. Yeah. You what's up, Dan? Dan. <laughs> uh, Drew, in New York, no one's going to know we like Colin. It's only Kyle. Right. <laughs> do I leave it in or do I edit it out? Nah, just leave that in and we'll fi- you figure it out. I don't know. You know what? I might use that as a little snippet at the end. Like, oh, we forgot to mention this. Oh, that's fun. Too, right. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, I like that. Like, do you remember the episode? I forgot. I was telling I was regaling uh, the audience with a story about, like, Kendrick Lamar. And I was like, Kendrick Lamar, if you're listening, like, sponsor us. I, th- I can't remember what episode it's at the end of, but there was a snippet of you I put at the end. Of this I... Kendrick, if you're listening, what up? <laughs> There was another one you did the same thing, but instead it was just like something about sexy ears or like take. Oh, that was the one with Evan. That was the Green Horde Night one. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I love those little snippets. I don't know if anyone else does. Let us know if you do or not. Right. Please. Or just talk to us in general, please. Right. We're we're dying for emails and suggestions or just. We're dying for anal is what I heard. We're danal. (laughs) (laughs) Fun things you can do with sugar that aren't involved with cooking or consumption, really. Put it in a gas tank. (laughs) (laughs) I was 16 once. (laughs) Uh, Don't do that unless you really want to hurt someone. I mean, you can always snort it, but uh, I'm trying to think of, like, other applications for sugar that are not for consumptionary reasons. I'm sure that's not a fucking word, but it sounds smart. it sounds smart. I like it. I like it. I'm willing to bet it goes probably in a... Like beauty products? I don't know what the application for it would be. And this is just kind of, you know, my arms hurt. I'm reaching for a point here. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just thinking about hummingbirds. And then, I mean, most of the time I'm thinking about hummingbirds. Let's be real. They're great. <laughs> uh, but even that's still consumption. Oh, like, you're talking about the bird. Yeah. Oh, okay. Totally different over here. <laughs> I am excited to hear about what that is to you. We won't. We, I don't want to talk We're not going to talk about it on that, here. Right. We'll talk about it later. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, can't think of anything besides ruining cars. Dude, okay. So I'm looking at this right now, and it says overconsumption of sugar has been linked to lower cognitive abilities. So eating too much sugar, from what it looks like, Makes you dumb. And I don't know what the process that happens in the brain or the body to make that happen. But now I'm curious. I should have done some fucking research on that. What it reminds me of is the episode, well, several episodes of Parks and Rec. Because they have this. Did you watch Parks and Rec at all? Love Parks and Rec. Okay. So, you know, uh-huh. the Sweetums Foundation. Yep. And they're always trying to push forward their agenda while Leslie Nope, shout out Amy Poehler, is trying to push forward a healthy agenda. Mm-hmm. Well, that town is a lot full of a lot of dumb people. So Mm -hmm. they definitely probably did their research in that and what sugar does to the brain or the body. Amy Poehler, if you're listening, hit us with some notes. (laughs) Yeah, let us know. I mean, can you do it as Leslie Nope, though? I'll take you either way. That'd be cool. That'd be great. I'll cook for you. Done. He'll cook for you. I'll make drinks. Right. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Leslie. No. What? No. It's just the two of us, so that doesn't really work. Right. I'm looking at this point. It says sugar can be used as fuel. Sugar is a main component in rocket candy, heavy quotations, as a popular form of model rocket fuel. Scientists are still working on making practical sugar based car fuel. So, oh, kind of right. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, I did not know that at all. That's very interesting. Popular sugar references. We got Sugar Colt, we got Sugar Ray. 
I don't know who the fucking band is, but the ah uh, sugar sugar. That's all I can think of. Right. Uh, um, honey, honey, right. I mean, candy is made out of sugar, so there's sex in candy, I guess. Shout out but Marcy's Playground. Yeah, fuck yeah, Marcy's Playground. Right. Sugar, sugar, how you get so fly? Oh my god. Yeah. How you get so fly? Oh, who was that? Was that Baby Bash? It's not Omarion. It's not Omarion for I sure. I don't know. I don't know, but I I think that song plays at my job pretty regularly. And really? I love it. Your bar plays good music. Yeah, we play really good music. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Also, that was just me trying to sing on the podcast for once. <laughs> <laughs> Do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a sugar dad? No, sugar daddies exist. Sugar daddies do exist. Yep. If you're listening, call me. <laughs> sugar daddies Or exist. mamas. Either yeah. way. I don't give a shit. Just pay me. I feel like I'm on the cusp of something here. I think, yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. It was sweet recording with you, Colin. Dude, it was so cool to be in the room with you. I know, dude. It's so weird. Like, I've like, been doing this for a minute now and... It's happening! Hey, it's happening! <laughs> As in true mise-en-plastered fashion, Colin, what would you like to plug or promote? Uh, Monday nights on Twitch. I'll be on there talking about movies. We just finished the Mad Max series. I'm not sure what we're on to the next one. We're taking a week off because I'm here right. doing this on a Monday instead. So yeah, you can get us on Instagram at Blankenfort Chronicles, on Twitch at Blankenfort Chronicles. And then, yeah, what we do here. So I think that's all I got right now. Right, right. So, yes, please tune in to Blanket Fort. As always, this is Mizon Plastered. You can find or you can reach either Colin or I at thatservicepodcast at gmail.com. Always open to suggestions, questions. Maybe we're maybe we were wrong about something and you want to correct us? Well, I would love that because I'm wrong about a lot of things and it will make me feel smarter if I wasn't wrong about a lot of things. Right. Outside of that, you can also find us on Instagram at Plaster because why would it be named something else? That would be dumb. We are also part of a local or semi-local podcast group called Synergy Nation. You can find us and many other podcasts at synnation.net. Yeah, dude, outside of that, I think, I, th- I think we're good. I think that's good. I guess, I mean... We're definitely going to have one more, so yeah. I'll start pouring it up, and uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, au revoir. Oh, we never brought up that this is the Time Traveler series. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>